This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free philosophy. Happy hump day, everybody. Thanks for bringing us into your home car or wherever it may be. Thanks for downloading and streaming the show. Really do appreciate it. This is Nick, and I'm joined by Stephanie. This is episode 445, and today we're going to be bringing you all the latest news, rumors, with a little history, too. But before we begin, we encourage you to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. You can become a Disney expert yourself, sign up for more deals, tips, and info on all things Disney. And, of course, I have them pulled up, and I'm looking at their blog at WaltExpress.com. We have some really neat blogs up. We have one, an article or a blog written by Vanda Bean, What to Expect in Disney World During the Month of July. Another one, Four Tips for Navigating Disney World with a Special Needs Child, written by Jennifer Hornsby. Good to see you on there, Jennifer. Also, I'm glad you, you're uh, publishing another blog. That's great. And another one by Vanda Bean, Extra Magic Hours Coming to Disney Parks, Fall of 2019. So go ahead and check out our friends. So you're friends, too, over at Walt Express. Dot com. Hey, Steph. What's up, girl? Hey, how are you? Good, good, good. We are ramping down. Is that a phrase? Ramping down? Is that uh, kind of an oxymoron? Yeah, I think kind so. Kind of transitioning to the end of the school year into summer break, and I am super excited. Kids are crazy, and I am down to uh, basically bribing them. Right. Uh, ain't no tired, like end of the year teacher tired. That is That's true. what I always say. And lots of money spent on candy at Walgreens and CVS. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm to that system as well. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Are you there? I'm awesome. there. Totally there. Each each day, there's like an incentive today. Tomorrow we can have pajama oh, day for if sure. we do this. A lot of kickball going on right now with Miss Hensley's class. Really? Yes. Well, that sounds fun. You need to join us. Yeah, that could be your cheer us section. on. Yeah, cheer us on. Especially tomorrow. Tomorrow our lunch got shifted. We have five hours straight to class from when we walk in until lunchtime. Five hours of no break. Are you serious? Yes. Just oh my gosh. Just a field day for you for how things got shifted. So it's going to be a long morning tomorrow. Yes, it will be. It'll be a very long morning for you. Uh, this week in news, there was a lot. You know, the following or the previous week wasn't really that much going on. I still, I'll be honest, I don't have any rumors. Do you I, have? I do. Sweet. So yeah. I'm glad you brought a rumor or two with you because I could not find any. I was I'll digging and digging. And I could not find it. 
But we do have lots of news going on. Look how thick my notes are, man. This is crazy. That's a lot wow. of stuff going on right now. Yeah. Pages and pages over there. So we've all been on Etsy. We've all seen all these cool creations from people all around the world that create these cute little mouse ears, right? You get them. They're all themed on oh, yeah. mansion, mm -hmm. Adventureland, specific characters, whatever it may be, they're animation, adorable. or they're just awesome. We have always discussed on the podcast when is Disney going to ring in on this and start making money of their own by creating their own ears. It is only time. And yes, finally, you know, they've started in the last year or so really getting creative and developing ears. You know, so that wasn't always a thing because when I went last year and then this year, it was huge. Like you pay $35 and every single person has a $35 pair of Disney ears. So, you're so the, that yeah, it? so they've been doing a great job with the ears, the customizable ears for the last handful of years. Okay. But I'm talking about the actual bands, like the headband. With the ears, uh -huh. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so, what I was talking oh, about. Oh, that's what you were talking but about? But I've never gone before. Okay. You know, like last year and this year, these are my first years. So I didn't know that that's a newer thing. Yeah. And they look adorable. Like you said, yeah. they really do look cool. They really do. Beginning May 24th, guests visiting Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort can purchase brand new limited release Mickey ears, hats, and Minnie Mouse ear headbands. So that's what I'm focusing on. That uh, were designed by renowned uh, celebrities, designers, and artists. So that's kind of cool. Oh. The collection includes elements of each uh, collaborator, like seatbelts from Harvey's to iconic silhouettes of Mickey and Minnie Mouse. These designs will also be available for purchase online for those who aren't planning to visit the theme parks. Goes on to say that these new designs will be released monthly. Yada yada. So this is really cool. Uh, they go on to say additional designers such as Alex and Annie, Loungefly, along with Star Wars designs from actresses or actress, I should say, Ashley Eckstein for her universe. There will also be designs from popular Disney characters and Disney parks attractions such as Enchanted Tiki Room inspired design, which was really cool. I saw some pictures on that one and that looks really neat. Designs by Disney Imagineers such as Kim Irvine and Joe Rohde. So you know, so we talked yeah, about Joe. we talked about Joe, and he's really unique. I bet you he's going to have some really crazy, oh yeah, uh, you know, just authentic, unique designs. Do you think that now that they have designer names attached to them, the price is going to go up? You know, I don't know. I because they were. I mean, I, I think they will sell. Was already pretty pricey. I will definitely. I could see myself. I don't want to say I will, but I could definitely see myself. You know, it's the fun factor when you're at Disney. You spend money. That's just uh -huh. what you do. Like being at a ball game and you get Would a soda and a hot dog. Them? If I had some ears designed by Joe Rohde, yes. Okay. Uh, because. It seems predominantly females are wearing oh, these the ears. bands. Yeah, the back. Oh, the, the ears? Yeah. I, so I buy them to display them. The I don't really wear them. Okay. So I'll buy them to, to display only. Gotcha. So these Imagineers, though. To me, that's what really has my eyebrow raised. I, I really don't care about, you know, the actresses or the celebrities. I'm all about if it's an Imagineer, heck yeah, because there's an Imagineer that put his heart, soul, time and effort, sweat, blood and tears into imagination or Imagineering for Disney and being able to create some souvenir of some sort. I think that's really neat. That. It's something you can take home that the Imagineer crafted. Yeah. You know, that's the way I, I look at it. That's okay. the way I look at it. Anyway, really, really neat. 
Well, speaking of spending, um, I was reading about how even though Galaxy's Edge is not even open yet, this quarter Disney did really well. Um, so they had higher ticket prices at Walt Disney World, but it did not uh, stop the guests from visiting the theme parks. They spent more and they stayed longer during this time at Disney's theme parks during this quarter. So they boosted their revenue 5%, which was $6.2 billion during this three-month period that ended on March 30th. So they were spending quite a bit more. Have you? Did we already cover this? No, no, okay. I'm just listening. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, so we... I. Sometimes, you know, it's hard to keep up with what no, we've covered no, and what I'm, we haven't. I'm just listening. I was listening for the dollar for that dollar 6. amount. Two billion. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, was, sorry, I'm like staring right in your eyes listening for that dollar amount and you're like, what's he doing? He's, I know. he's actually he's not oh, reading anything. Great. He's not off to the side, he's not looking at his computer. He's yeah. actually focusing on You me. were totally zoned <laughs> in and I was thinking, uh oh. What did I do? Maybe we already did this. No, so, no. Um it says primarily the increases. Uh, that we saw were kind of because the average ticket price did jump up. So those average ticket prices went from 8% in January to upwards of 15% in March at Disney World. But it didn't stop. I know. It, That's an extra 5% over the average increase. 8 to 15%. That's crazy. But it didn't even stop the, the people who were going. We still spent more on food and beverages and merchandise when visiting the park. You would think that... You know, that hurt our pocketbook, so we're not going to spend as much. Nope. They went ahead and they just kept on buying, buying, buying. So one of our... So Lee, I know you're listening, buddy, and he texts into the show and, and he'll text me some articles, YouTube clips and things like that. And so he mentioned something to me last week. He has heard us talk about on the podcast for the past few years, Disney pricing out the middle class. And in the very beginning, right. when I started talking about this, geez, I don't know, three, four years ago, maybe, maybe it's sooner than that. Maybe it was just three. It was like a funny ha-ha, but now you, you feel it. people are actually turning their heads. I feel, it's my opinion, Disney may be finally actually right there at the brink, at the very bottom of the middle class, starting to price them out. And it's sad. You know? It's so sad. I would, I mean, if it was more affordable, I'd be going there a lot more frequently. Oh, well, for but now sure. it's like, okay, let's, let's penny pinch so that we can make this trip happen once a year. So to contribute to the higher spending, I'm, I apologize. Was there more to the article? No, I do not it. want to cut that you off. To contribute to that, the state of Florida came out and said, hey, a record number of people visited Florida or visited Orlando in 2018. In 2018, a record 75 million people visited Orlando, making it the most visited destination in the United States. That's over Vegas. Say that number again. 75 million. Wow. That's over Vegas. That's over DC. That's over. What else do you think would be a? Oh my gosh, got to go there. I don't know. I I mean, New LA, York maybe. New York. A lot of people going to right. New York. Right. That's wow. that's amazing. Most visited destination in the United States. Sixty nine million of the visitors were from the United States, and another six million were from international guests. This was an overall increase of four point two percent over to twenty seventeen. According to Visit Orlando. It's impressive. So the CEO of Visit Orlando said, when folks are thinking about what they can and can't do, we try to market why this is a good place for them to come. Well, geez, I wonder why it's a good place for them to come. Come on now. Like Walt Disney put Orlando on the map. Before that, oh, yeah. it was swamp and nothing. And now there's so much to do. Yeah. 
There really, oh, there really is. Universal. Yeah. You have Disney. You have you have Daytona Raceway. I mean, there's so much right there. And Daytona's mm-hmm. about 45 to an hour away. Yeah. I know it's close. on the East Coast, but there's so much to do right there. And then there's also, what did I see on YouTube? There, the Holy Land. It's a theme park. It's called the Holy Land. What? Yes. And they reenact the crucifixion. And they take you through all the stories. Really? And I so want to go there. I'm I'm in Orlando enough in the area. Yeah. Go and tell me how it is. But tickets are like 75 bucks a day. And I don't know if I want to spend that extra money. Plus, I have to get there. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to spend 100 bucks just to get there. That is kind of pricey. And get in. But I've YouTube. Holy Land. It's called the, I think it's called the Holy Land. All right, I'm looking it up. It's so, it's so, it's so funny, but cool at the same time. It really is cool. Yeah. I do want to go there and check it out. Anyway. I wish it was a little better priced, huh? There's so much right there in Orlando. You have uh, Hollywood Hulk, uh, WWE or WWF. No, it's a surf shop. That's what it is. But he has all of his WWE stuff there and it's pretty cool. It's, It's really cool. Anyway, enough with me. Enough of my ranting about how awesome Orlando is. What else you got, Steph? Um, so last week as well, I, I think it was last week, we were talking about the streaming service, Disney+. Plus. Yes. Can't and wait for that. November. Yeah. November 12th, right? So there's going to be a... I don't November know. 12? I don't know if it's November of 2019. Let's November. be safe. Let's we're be just going to say November. So there will be um, Disney's live action Lady and the Tramp is going to be uh, one of the things they're going to stream. However, they're going to be changing the controversial Siamese cat song. I didn't even know it was controversial. I don't, I'd have to go back and listen to it. So I looked at the lyrics yeah. and it wasn't, I mean, the, the cats are talking about how they're they're going to chase the, the fish and do this. It, are people talking, just too I, soft and sensitive? So I, I kind of think so. And I hate saying that because I'm very much against anything that is controversial, but it, I mean, it's just, I think it's the accent maybe that they're using. And I can get that because I can get behind that accent. It's a really bad, cheesy accent um, sure. when they sing the song. And so maybe that's why they think it's poking fun at. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I had no idea that this was something that was controversial, but they are removing it, that whole song. And that's such a, like, that's when I think of Lady and the Tramp, I think of the meatball scene and I think of the cat. Yeah, those are the two things that are pop that pop out in my head, and that's it's disappearing. It's going to be removed. So I'm googling it right now. The Siamese cat song. Mm-hmm. We are Siamese, if you please. We are Siamese, if you don't please. We are former residents of Siam. There are no finer cat than I am. Do you see what I see with my eyes? People have been backing up some pies or excuse me baking sorry peeping jumping up upon their window i'm squinting trying to read this let me blow this up there we go there we go who is that who is living in that wire house it must be a bird because it's not a mouse if we're sneaking up upon it carefully there will be some bird for you and some for me Right, so this is the part Do where they're chasing the bird and trying to get swimming the bird. around and around, right. Now they're trying to get the fish. Maybe we could reaching in and make it drown? If we're sneaking up upon it carefully, there will be some fish for you and some for me. I don't so why see... why is it... 
I didn't either. I had no idea. It was just kind of reenacting what these cats are doing yeah, as they're torturing and destroying everything. So sure. I don't know why it's controversial. However, it will be removed. Um, and then I also read, so here's a couple more for you. Um, the company will be emitting the, the Song of the South movie. Right. Um, I heard that. And there's an offensive crow scene from Dumbo. From Dumbo. Yep. That will also be taking a hike. So I'm trying to remember the crow scene. I don't, re- I don't re- recall it. I've seen a house fly, shoe fly or whatever, but I've never seen an ele- or elephant fly. Again, it's probably one of those things. The, maybe if you study it, and then you're like, "Oh, okay." But the personification of it all. Yeah, from from just watching it, it wasn't something that sure was one of those moments for me when I went, oh, "Ooh, I think they're trying to get at something else." Sure, it, you know, and it, and if it if it let's let's face it, if it's a comedian doing this type of stuff, it's acceptable, and I think in our society. We, over time, have deemed it okay if a comedian acts in such a way. Right. Because it's but, just a joke, then. R- right. It's just a joke. But interesting. Yeah. See what you can find as we get updates on that. Because that would be interesting to hear more. I want to hear more details come out about why. And I, I read a lot of the comments on this article. And most and what are of people the people saying? were saying exactly what we were. Which is like, What? I'm so confused as to why. And then some people just said, obviously, you know, you know nothing. This is, this is offensive. But that was kind of it. Nobody really explained why it was offensive. They just said it was. I almost feel like he almost tried to make everything so ethnic and gender neutral on every topic. Yep. We're getting that way. We are. We, We really are. All right, let's see here. We have Disney share. Oh, Disney shared a closer look at the food and menus for Star Wars Galaxy Edge. I did not print out because there's just way too much. So much. There really is. Yeah, you saw that too. I I really wouldn't know where to start. And it was about three pages long. So I just, I did not put that in. So go ahead and Google that. I have one. Okay. It's just because we talked about it. So I I did the same thing. I was looking at it going, whoa, there's a lot. There's just too much. But we were talking about the blue milk. Yes. So I did, and, and we discussed, is this going to be just blue milk or is it going to be flavored or something? So sure. the blue and green milk, made famous by Luke Skywalker, will be specialty drinks at the milk stand, which opens May 31st in uh, Disneyland's Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Both beverages will be non-dairy, so it's not even oh, milk. See, so see, you know, they're looking out for people mm-hmm. that have allergies. They've got it one, it'll be coconut and rice milks, and it's going to be served frozen, so sounding more and more delicious. Even better. Blue milk will feature coconut, oh, yeah, coconut and rice milks with flavors of dragon fruit, pineapple, lime, and watermelon. That sounds amazing. I know. So now, before, I thought, no, there's no way, I, why would I want some blue milk? Gross. Um, but that sounds good. And then the green milk is going to yield more citrus tones with flavors of mandarin orange, passion fruit, grapefruit, and orange blossom. Sounds good. And it's frozen. So Well, if you knew I how they attained the or obtained the blue milk from The Last Jedi, we can only assume this is how they actually obtained the blue milk. You would not want to drink it. Oh, well. Well, now I want to just because of the flavors, but what you're saying Think here, about, the, you know, no, milking a cow, but milking a big, huge alien freak. Yeah, right. no. But this sounds amazing. This sounds good. Sounds Couple wonderful. that with uh, their thermal detonator cokes. 
There we go. Awesome. They're doing things right. Disney California Adventure confirms summer open for Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. I think we've talked about this. Disney California Adventure, they finally confirmed it. It's the family-friendly attraction. This is, which took place, uh, I think, Flix Flyers was the ride, if I'm not mistaken, in the uh, before. Anyway, um, so this ride, basically, you have your Pixar's inside and out characters riding in hot air balloons. Okay. Picture Dumbo and swings mixed together. All right. And it's hot air balloons instead of a flying elephant. Okay. Okay. So kid friendly. Yeah. Yeah. And this is in in California. Yeah, Disney California Adventure. Okay. So not. Oh, I and speaking of California Adventure, Lee did confirm the spaceship Earth that was going to be, you know, there at California Adventure before California Adventure became California Adventure. They were going to have another spaceship spaceship Earth. And the 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 sphere itself, right? That, you know, you see in Epcot, Spaceship Earth, it's silver. It was going to be gold. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. I think that would have been really cool. When is this ride um, opening? Well, you. I think is it open now? I think it's open now. Oh. Oh no, it's open in the summer. That's what I just said. Okay. I said open right. opens up in the summertime. I wasn't sure if there was an actual date on it. No, I don't it's see one. Summertime. It just says summertime. True Disney fashion. Just summer or fall. Oh, there's a lot of that coming up, which we'll be talking about later on. But Yeah. Right. Um, I have something very small that I just, I guess I kind of wanted to, more of a a chatting point. So there was a cheerleader who was critically injured at Disney World from a flying umbrella. Uh, Texas cheerleader Gabrielle Langstrom. Uh, Langston went to a cheerleading competition last week. And yeah, she they came just back finished those a, up. She came back with a head injury um, after her family says that she was hit by a flying umbrella while while on Disney property. So she was supposed to be arriving at ESPN Worldwide, uh, uh, Wide World of Sports Complex. And as she was getting off the bus, a strong storm picked up, took a wooden umbrella and it oh, one of, of those. Okay, yeah. I was thinking maybe a, a guest umbrella, but you're talking a full out like a beach a lounge yes. umbrella. Yeah, and it hit her and another girl, sent them both to the hospital. They weren't able to compete. Oh, um, my gosh. Yes. So, and then they even said that she might need some physical and cognitive therapy as well after this head injury, and that um, they she might not even be able to cheer anymore. So we'll be talking about. The lawsuit's coming up here in a couple months when they're filed. Oh, well, yeah, that's what the parents are already saying. They believe the accident never should have happened and says they say that the umbrella was not properly secured with pins and weights. And so she believes that Disney should have known about the harsh winds that caused the accident and should have taken precautions. And this accident could have been um, prevented. So the Disney... Uh, it says, I've been told it's Disney property, they were Disney umbrellas, and it's their duty to maintain and take care of them. And that came from the mother. So she is um, very upset. She says that she believes Disney should pay for her daughter's treatments and is asking for an apology from the company. She doesn't want this to happen to another child who's there to make memories. And then... Um, she was contacted by WFAA, and they said that we've reached out to the family to express our care and concern. So that was what a Walt Disney spokesman re- replied. That's awful. That's a free accident. Yeah, can, and can you imagine? Like, you're there, first of all, like, going on this cheer competition that you've worked so hard to 
to be able to go to. And then you don't even get, you're like, I mean, she was getting off the bus. Off the bus. And then, boom, there's an umbrella. And it hit her in the back then. And it was not just her. There was another um, another girl as well who was hospitalized. I don't know if the parents just aren't pressing charges or taking it as far and why her name was left off. But, um, yeah, this, this other mother is like, nope, Disney will pay. So, what a shame. Right. 13 years old. I wonder if it was windy that day or they just it got said a there gust was a storm. of wind. Or... Mm-hmm. The storm started picking up. I wonder if they were, if someone was out there kind of getting the umbrellas and loosening things up or if it was tied down altogether. and the wind just really took it. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's insane, man. I'm sure details will be coming out on that one, though. Yeah. Adventures by Disney adds brand new adult exclusive experiences. Have you read Ooh. up on ABD at all? The little adventures you can take uh, around the world that Disney provides are the VIP adventures, by the way. So, like, if you wanted to go, here's an example, a new one. Egypt. And you have some tours of the pyramids or whatever it may be, right? Or the really? Sphinx. You get a VIP. It's all VIP. Okay. Um, where when you get to your destination for tours or wherever you're eating your whole group gets to cut in front of everyone you're first to be served you're first in line nice that's what you're paying for okay so you it's really really cool listeners if you haven't seen anything on adventures by disney they got a lot of really cool excursions around the world but listen up here if you're seeking adventure so like for me so it, it has nothing to do with Disney, though. Oh, it's it just does. Their oh, no. Dust? It's, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It's Adventures by Disney. So these are adventures around the world that you can take that Disney provides. I'm just wondering how they link Disney to it if you're in Egypt. Because they have their own services over there that they provide for you. Okay. That they're contracting out, you know? Okay. So let's see here. And I don't know the actual, you know, inner right. workings of it all. But in 2020, more adult exclusive departures. With adult-only dates now. So these were, were just adults, no children, just couples, right? Sounds or groups. Fun. Yeah. It does sound it does sound fun, right? Uh-huh. I have always loved traveling the world. I've I I've been on every continent except for Antarctica, which really? I've had the opportunity to go twice and almost went. Um one time we had a conflict of scheduling, couldn't go. Ah, bummer. The second time, I'm like, nah, don't want to go. But I love traveling and I love being immersed in cultures and, and I just love everything about learning about the way things are done in different cultures. I'm you know? right there with you. It is incredible. It's neat. It, it's really cool. And it's a humbling experience too, because you get to see how the rest of the world mm-hmm. actually is, how people, how people live. And how people and how treat each other differently. Blessed we are here. Yes. Right. I've been to very rich areas in the world, very poor of poor areas in the world. But to see the people and to be with the people and and talk with them. And so these adventures by Disney are really cool and they've always been intriguing to me. And I've always wanted to go on one. Bucket list. But they're expensive, right? But I've always wanted to be able to, to be part of a VIP group where I get to experience that type of treatment where I'm going, I'm in the head of the line in front of everyone, eating, tours, all of the above. Then you don't and, waste your time right, waiting. You don't have to figure out where am I going to? Because every time I've gone, it's always been, let me get out the map. I'm doing it myself. I've mm-hmm. never gone with a tour guide or tour place. So it can be difficult. 
here we have some adults only. Egypt, Iceland, Cambodia, Vietnam, Laos, China, Costa Rica, just to name a few, by the way. And each one of them have their own theme of things you're going to indulge yourself on, or with, I should say. Really cool. Really cool. And you, we should talk about this later on. I mean, I'm just, these are really cool. It'd be something I think you and Keith would love to do. Yeah, I want to look at those lists and dig into it deeper. I'm, I'm curious, when you said price point, do you know... Anything about price? You just said it's expensive. So they're they're expensive. It's not going to be your cruise. You right. know, it's not going to be your family going to Disney World or Disneyland. Well, you're flying it's, overseas. Right, you are. And, and it's all wrapped up into one bundle. Just like when you buy a package at Disney World for the resort room, the tickets, the food, and all that stuff, it's all included. It's sort of the same deal, right? I wonder what the average... Um, age of people who go on these trips are interesting yes i never thought about that i feel like that's something that you know maybe when my kids are in high school i yeah. might go be able to go on because then i i have more me time so here's egypt i've been to egypt here's egypt it says egypt and this is what the article goes on to say i'm not gonna oh, says it's a lover's paradise <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't know i don't know about that one but okay <laughs> oh man it's like in the middle of the armpit of the world, right. <laughs> but they got some cool stuff out there. Let's see here. I didn't mean that. I, I kid, I kid. We do have listeners from Egypt, so I do apologize. It is not. So is, I can say the same thing about Missouri, by the way. Oh, my that goodness. This is the you armpit of the world. And I have said that. All right. It says you're immersed in the rich stories of the mysteries of, ancient, of this ancient land where you're going to be able to visit the pyramids, temples, um... Various tombs. Oh my goodness, that says. And museums. And all these places you get to eat. And it's just, it's all wrapped up in the one big bundle where. So I know why you're laughing though, because you hear tombs and pyramids, and that doesn't sound romantic. Right. Uh, So when they say lover's paradise, you're like, what? I mean, more like history. That's, that to me is like. Right, I think it's a history lover's paradise. 100%. So anyway, very cool. Go ahead and check them out. Just Google Adventures by Disney, or you can text us 407-674-0414, and uh, we can give more information on that stuff. I am writing that one down as well. That's two things I need to look up now. New space-themed restaurant. We talked about this. That's going to be in Epcot. Can't wait for this to come out. We finally have Disney saying that's going to open up later this year. I'm really hoping it's open by the fall time when I take my family's trip out there because I want to start making. I want to make reservations for this restaurant. So you can guarantee from here on out, I am going to be checking my MDE account Waiting to see for it to if open. it has opened up. This brand new space-themed restaurant that is currently being constructed near Mission Space, and you probably saw it when you were out there, Steph. In Epcot, that's what we're talking about. Finally has been cleared for the 2019 entry. Walt Disney World has announced that the new table service experience is set to open later this year, adjacent to the Mission Space attraction, and will offer a dining experience like no other, describing it as... What do you think? They describe the dining as... Out of this world. You are. You yes! Are, Did I do You that? are absolutely right. Woohoo! That is awesome. <laughs> Let's see here. Let me move on down. No, it's, yeah, it just goes on to say that it's going to feature some of the finest wines and international inspired cuisine. That's kind of cool. Now, more are you a wine a, guy? Will you? I am not. I don't, okay. so I don't drink. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, more than 1,000 bottles of the world's finest wines. Whoa. Yeah. 1,000 bottles. Wide selection of craft Ooh. beer. Wow. wow very, wow. very, very cool. Did you know? I'm kind of skipping ahead, but. I saw this on our MDE account and I read, you know, I read 
some emails because we receive emails as DTAs and so we get the get the information maybe a day or two before it's generally released out to the public and stuff like that about as far as like you know so one of them was the online reservation now accepting for Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique I'm sure yes. you saw that yes you can now do online and for the Harmony Barbershop which is awesome have you but done that? I shouldn't say that I shouldn't say it's a couple days it's usually like the day like the day of before it's released on the website or maybe the night before you know what I'm saying yeah but I remember reading the emails on this we've talked about it with Walt Express and then finally I'm you know just sitting here talking about it with you all and this really does get me really excited because you no longer have to call this stuff in if you <laughs> want to do it yourself or for someone else it, you can do it right online. there online convenience it's all about convenience and we've all been wondering for years why don't they do this you know when I signed my kid up for the the what the pirate experience over there pirates of the caribbean mm-hmm. why don't they just make this stuff online you know make our life simpler so this new online system guests will be able to search for available dates and even make cancellations to existing appointments at the bibbidi bobbidi boutique locations at disneyland and walt disney world and at the pirates league and the harmony barbershop in the magic kingdom i need to make my appointment for the barbershop get my get my hair cut so i was asking have you done that before have you done the barbershop? Have not. I last couple times I've been out there, I kept telling myself I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Uh, been in the shop a couple times, you know, just hanging out and looking around. But it's it's really cool. It's really neat. It's right there next to. It's right over if Disney World. It is Caddy Corner, just adjacent from the firehouse. Okay. If you know where that's at, where the parade ends. You know, okay. the parade goes through the gates right there, right behind the Emporium. So yes. you're in Town Square, okay. you know, where you can buy all your souvenirs and stuff like that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have just a little bit more about Star Wars and the, the boarding pass. I know we've been talking about that boarding pass system. So um, they opened it up and it sold out within two hours. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I'm i actually a little bit surprised it didn't sell out faster. faster. I just thought it was Or the be- server didn't go down. Right, that that too. Yeah. I mean, you think of how fast fast passes go, and maybe it's because they don't have yes. as many of them. But you, ha- I mean, it's within that first minute, those fast passes are gone. But I guess it's not a. This isn't a fast pass for the ride. This is more being able to go into the the, the land, the area. Correct? Am I correct on that? Yes. Okay, so obviously there's a lot more people who are able to go in. Um, and then they also released a little bit about how on beginning on June 24th, early morning rope drop visitors are going to be able to head directly into um, Star Wars Galaxy Edge without securing a boarding pass. So you don't have to have one at rope drop. They are going to leave that open for people who weren't able to, to get their boarding passes get during that fitch, two hours. Get your, fitch porks, fitch, <laughs> get your pitchforks and torches ready because... You're going to have to defend yourself. And that's exactly what I thought. Again, that I don't know how they're going to work that because at Rope Drop, I can only see that people are going to be running and it's going to be made the fastest person win. You're going to hear these stories like you do at the malls for, you know, New Year's Day shopping and. Oh, yeah. What is it, Black Friday? Black Friday. Yep. Right. People die because people trample over them. Yeah. It scares me. It really does uh, terrify me. Um, the nice part is there is going to be a status bar on the Disneyland app that'll show guests whether it's full or not. So 
it will kind of let you know how full it has become and then it will fill up and say like okay now you need a boarding pass and then when you have a boarding pass you're going to be waiting in a virtual queue um and you'll get a push notification whenever you're allowed to enter that would be really cool if they could do that they can do that for all lands and the entire park. Ooh. If you can track how many people are in the land and post that, um, are they going to do it on the MDE account or on the Disneyland accounts? I, it's There's something for you, Disney. Through the Disneyland app. But I wonder yes. if it's just going to be different, like if they're going to narrow down the entrance and track that way because of it being so new. Wouldn't you love to wake up in the morning, even though we already have a schedule of where you're going to go, you have an itinerary. Like, yeah. I know you're a planner. Uh-huh. I am too. When I go by myself, I'm not. Just not. I would love to wake up in the morning, click on my app, get a bird's eye, because you can get the map view and you see all the parks and you click where you want to go and navigate. Mm -hmm. If it would just show, color code it, right? Maybe, I don't know, red, orange, yellow, green, or whatever. Like the crowd calculator. So you see it. Yeah, exactly. You see it. You click on the park and you can see which lands are heavily, I guess, uh, where the most traffic is at that time, hmm. right? And so I would love to have something like that. Disney, you need to do, please create something like that. That would be nice. That would be when we really were in nice. Toy Story Land last time, we didn't stay very long. It was like you were bumping into people. Well, usually, I mean, yeah, it's a small, it's a small yeah. land. Yeah, and it's still very popular. It's a small backyard. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, I would love that. Like if you're over at Epcot, mm-hmm. like, hey, I think I'm going to head over to Hollywood Studios. It's right there. Hop, skip, and a jump, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you bring up the app, like, oh, no, oh, my gosh, this place is crazy. I'm, what's Animal Kingdom like? Oh, there's no one there. Okay, I'm going to head over there. Yeah. How cool would that be? That would be neat. That'd be awesome. That'd be really neat. And so that brings me into, nice segue, Disneyland Resorts adds a new Disney Flex pass, or Passport. Beginning on May 21st, and we, I think we've talked about this a little bit, the Disneyland Resort will offer, and if you have already, Stephanie, I apologize. Okay. No, I'm, I'm thinking. Will offer a new annual passport that will provide guests both flexibility and value. Okay. Okay. May 21st. That's coming up. It's only 600 bucks. 599 is what they say. Only. $600. The new Disney Flex Passport will offer guests select days. There's currently 147. Okay. So out of the year, 147 days. That are good to go, during which they can access one of or both theme parks. Just go in. A limited number of days, 15 during the holidays. So you're still going to be able to get in during the holidays. Uh, or excuse me, no, 50, a limited number of days, 15 are going to be blocked out entirely. Sorry, I meant to say 15 days during the holidays will be blocked out that you cannot go. If you have this Disney passport, you'll have to buy a normal ticket. The remaining 229 days may be available to flex passport holders via a new reservation system. So you can basically go anytime, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Wait a minute. This is, it's like a season ticket? Yes. Annual for pass. For $600. Right. So what? for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you can go anytime. If you want to go to the park on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, you have to set a reservation in the online system. You can only hold two at a time. Okay. So... So if you want to go there... So you can't go all four days, all four weekend days. You can only do two weekend days. Yeah, two at a time. So if you want to put in the system Friday, Saturday, and say you're going on Thursday, okay, right? That's totally open. But that for that Friday, Saturday, you have to reserve it. You can only hold two reservations at a time. So I couldn't reserve Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Only Friday, Saturday. But once you scan and get in, your reservation is used 
you can only have two in the system. So that means you can put one more reservation in the system, go back in there and try to get a Sunday. But here's the kicker. You have to reserve up to 30 days in advance. So you technically could reserve 30 days in advance for that Friday and Saturday. Okay. And then you said you can go Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, yeah. right? Well, you can go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday. So you could have, you can go Saturday, Sunday, have Monday be your break day and go Tuesday, sure. Wednesday. Sure. And there's your trip. Sure. Four days. Sure. All right. So I know this is still pricier than I think a five-day hopper pass out there. But for those of you that are local, this is really good news. And if I was local, yeah. especially if I was like in high school, dude, I, I'm using this. You know, oh, yeah. I'm going to go like that Thursday night, you know, when I get out of school, mm-hmm. play hooky on Friday and, you know, go Saturday. You know, I revert, re- reserve that stuff. Like, this is a really cool deal. That's I, awesome. That's we'll, the first time I think I'm saying like, oh, that's kind of worth it. For the price range. Yeah, I really do think it is. Now, the only hold, I mean, the only thing about it, I mean. Is the two day. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Monday. You have to reserve. Yeah, but and it's 30 days. so it's, busy. It's I, 30 days in advance, though. I wish it was like more like 14. We try to avoid going on a Saturday or Sunday. So right. I am totally okay with that. I know if you were, if you lived in Florida, those are the days you're going to want to go. Oh, but dude. for us, if we're taking a vacation, I would rather try to avoid and this is cheaper than all the other annual passes so if i did yeah. live in florida i mean and i was out of high you know if you're, so you're out of high school whatever you can go during the week right this is perfect for you awesome Good this deal. is going to be available also gets better it's going to be available for monthly payment plans as well just for california residents nice so this is a california only well it so it doesn't say you, you don't have to be a resident of California to have the Flex Passport. It doesn't say that in this article. Maybe it does on the website. I didn't dive too deep. And if it does, if you do have to be a resident, and I'm sure Lee will text us. I'm, well, it takes a quick Google search, right? Yeah. But uh, text us 407-674-04 or 0414, sorry. And let us know. So does Florida have something like this too? The only... You only have to be a California resident if you want to do the monthly payment plan, according to the article. Gotcha. Anyway, what was the question? This, this passport thing, does does Florida have something like this? They do well? not. They only have annual pass holders. Okay. Now they have different tiers. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So anyway, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Do you have anything else? Uh, bookings opening up May 15th. So this is what's crazy. Opening up May 15th for the International Food and Wine Festival event. Isn't that nuts? I feel like I was just there. I was just there for the food and wine, and I it's just crazy. It's already opening up. What do you mean it's already opening up? For the... Or, oh, so it's already starting again. Yeah. So like, okay. if you want... Like, so, if yeah, if you want to... If you want to book for the events. I'm okay. talking. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about, like, going and learning from various chefs or wine tasting or getting a cooking class, things yeah. like that. Those things are already opening up, which is crazy. To think about, I know we're because almost there because it's, we're there in a few months, but I feel like we just ended. Yeah. You know, I mean, really, Festival of the Arts just ended, but I feel like, dude. What was going on in March? Right. Well, Festival of the Arts. In Epcot? Yeah. Okay. Uh, food and wines in, uh, in the fall, and then you have Festival of the Arts that's okay. right after the first year. Okay. Whoops. So anyway, well, they always have something going on. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? They always have something going on. They always have concerts going on. They're always having a good time. It's a party place. I love it. 
It's yeah, awesome. It is. Good stuff. And so they have some things here. Party for the Senses you can sign up for. Sunday brunch with the chef. Mix it, make it, celebrate it. Those are hands-on workshops, by the way. That you get, it says you get to visit with chefs and bakers and mixologists and other things like that. So really, really cool. So all that stuff. Opening up, what did I say, May 15th? Is that what I said? May 15th, I think? Yeah. And just like, wow, crazy. Yeah. You talked about the second quarter earnings report. I did. Yes, you did. So I can skip over that. Do you have any other articles? I, the rest is rumors. Okay, I have a I've few. I've got two rumors for you today. Let me skip Let me over. I got like four pages on the quarter earnings report. Oh, Disney California Adventure to present Tale of the Lion King beginning on June 7th. I thought you mentioned that. Did you mention that last week? I don't think it so. It all starts to blend together. It does. So, <laughs> it does. previously announced by Disney, okay, talking about Lion King celebration, Disney's California Adventure will present Tale of the Lion beginning June 7th. I watched the cast members practice on YouTube. They've been posting stuff on YouTube, and it looks like it's going to be really cool. This is going to be a live outdoor musical production. It will be performed at uh, in Paradise Gardens Park. The show features 18 storytellers of the Pride Lands, including singers, dancers, and drummers. This looks really cool. I'm, I mean, the Lion King, the festival of the Lion King that they do at Disney World yeah, is incredible. So I amazing. wonder how this will compare to that. Disney updates film release schedule, including delays for Fox, Fox's Avatar 2 and more Star Wars films. This is So this is going to be a little lengthy, so just bear with me, Stephanie, listeners, All right. okay? All right. Here we go. Oh right. boy, he's getting inhale. serious. I am. So we all know the acquisition of Fox is complete. The Walt Disney Studios has updated their film release schedule for the next few years, adding Fox releases, including the Avatar sequels, which have been bumped to December 2021, 2023, 2025, and 2027. Look how crazy how far they're Whoa. projecting those. Avatar. There's going to be that many sequels? It's, I know. Like the first one, I've watched it once, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Really? I don't need to watch it again. Oh, we watched it again. Oh, after it's so we watched long. it again after we went on the ride. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. In addition, several untitled Star Wars and Marvel films are on the distant schedule. By the way, Star Wars. Uh, let's see here to be released with Avatar in December of 2022, or excuse me, they're alternating dates with Avatar. So Avatar 2021, Star Wars 2022, Avatar 2023, Star Wars 2024, and They're so on, busy, all yeah. the way up to 2026 for Star Wars. I this is crazy. I, here I'm just gonna. I have more. I just think, how can they think of more to happen? Like, well, here's an updated happening? schedule on what how it stands as of right now. So May of 2019, we have. I'm not gonna mention all these. Look at this. For each, oh my. you can see just He's for this year alone, we have about 15, maybe, yeah, about 15 here. The following year, we have maybe tw- 25. This is long, so I'm only going to mention a few. Wow. This year, Aladdin, Dark Phoenix, Toy Story 4, The Lion King, The Art of Racing in the Rain. We have The Woman in the Window, Maleficent, Frozen 2, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Spies in Disguise. In 2020, Underwater, Call of the Wind, Onward, Mulan, The New Mutants, 
Ooh. An untitled Marvel movie. They want to rele- release one, but it's not titled yet. An untitled Pixar movie. So they're going to release, but it's not titled yet. Gotcha. Bob's Burgers, Jungle Cruise. Yes, finally coming out. We've all been waiting for this. They wrapped production on this like almost like a year ago, I want to say. That's with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, by the way. J- okay. Movie Jungle Cruise, based okay. off the ride. De- uh, Death on the Nile. Another unnamed Disney animated film. We have Cruella. West Side Story being remade. Hey, that'll be neat. Another untitled Marvel movie. And then we have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten more untitled live action movies. And an Indiana Jones movie. There we go. Awesome. Dude, yes. I said Avatar in 2021. And then we have a whole bunch of Marvel, Pixar, live action movies, Disney live action movies, all untitled. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like 13 of them coming in 2022. I mean, there's so yeah. much. I'll, I'm going to stop there because the listeners are probably like, okay, we get it. But there's Disney so much busy. coming out. Here's my thing. Are we going to be Disneyed out? You think we're going to be Disneyed out? No. Okay. No, it's so different, too. It's not like, you know, a whole bunch of princess movies. I don't know. I used to always just, Disney is princess. It's Disney princess, Disney princess. That's all I thought of it as. It's going to get it's a little darker. Not. Now we've oh, got yeah. all this Marvel stuff. You've got all, I mean, you've got the turtles. You know, you've got a ton of different stuff. It's not going to be disney out. Nope. And all the cool stuff with Pixar. It's, there's such a variety. So, I don't think so. So, we hear the music in the background. It's that time for rumors. So oh, here we boy. go. <laughs> Are you ready? Here we go. All right. So I've got two rumors today. I've got one little rumor and then a larger one. Which one do you want first? Give me the little one. Okay. So it's been a while since Rafiki's Planet Watch went under for refurbishment. And since then, Animal Kingdom hasn't quite been the same. Um, during a, a tour that this person had gone on, they dropped in. So a guest, to, right? A guest. A guest? Okay. Yes. This is a, a blogger. Okay. They dropped in to speak to some one of the cast members that was stationed outside of the Wildlife Express train station to inquire more about the current status of the conservation station. So they said that that was to reopen in the summer. That's origin what it originally was. So it's closed. To. It's reopened. It's closed. It's reopened. Right. So what's going on now? Well, they said summer, and now the cast member says nope. Um, it is actually set to reopen in late August. Um, given that construction has apparently been slow on the interior of the conservation station. I'm just wondering, what are they even doing to the conservation station? I haven't been back there in two years. Yeah. That's may no, I haven't been back there. It's been less than two years. Since you tricked Aaron? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. You yeah. got on the train and said yeah. it was just a train ride. Yes, I did. Because I didn't get off. Back there. Yeah. But it's, it's it's opened up. It's closed. It's opened up. It's closed. It's, I don't know. Well, I don't know what's going on back there. Well, I think it's almost seasonal. Likes, this blogger likes the conservation station. She wants it open. So what's How, the rumor then? However, the rumor is that they, they are delayed on their date. It is supposed to have opened this summer and will be it's open be this late. summer. And they're saying that's not happening. There's no way they will be opening it until late August. So this is just rumor. So just All a right. rumor that it's not going to open. Okay, give me the big one. Okay, this is the fun one. It's okay, cool. And you're smiling. Huge, you're grinning from your ear. But it's fun. Cool. I do like I'm this I'm glad you one. found this. That's good. Yeah. 
Um, so this one is about a black box. Have you heard of a black box ride? No, a black box ride? Black box ride. Oh, this, okay, so now I'm even more excited. No? Because you haven't heard of this. No. All right, so um, it, it says that, let's see, Disney has plans to build a ride in which they call a black box that's going to rely heavily on screen and projection technology, allowing the theme of the entire ride to be changed in just weeks, if not days. So basically, instead of having all of these cool animatronics and all of uh, these, these things that are placed on these rides, it's going to rely on just screens. And that way they can read Sort of like the Universal, what they do, okay? Oh, is that what Universal does? Yeah, and it's almost, it's too much because that's all they have. Okay, And well, so it's overstimulating. So that's kind of what they said is they hope that they're not going to start doing this all the time. But it would be right. neat to have a ride that they can just, it, it's there and they can change it when new movies come out and things become more popular or less popular. Um, and I I don't know, I've never been to Universal either. So I I thought, well, that's brilliant. You know, you don't have to keep building these huge rides. You could just change it and, you know, okay, this week we've got this and next year I go there and there's a, a whole new ride in that space. So I kind of like the idea of having something that you could That's change. cool. And that Disney is thinking of that. That's cool. Again, rumor. We never know. So, do they give any examples in there? Um, it just says the terms. Um, so, it says the black box term comes from the appearance of the attraction when everything's turned off. It's giant warehouse with projections and screen surfaces, a blank canvas, little to no physical props. Um, it's unclear where, and so this is supposed to go in Disney Hollywood Studios, where it's going to be. But it would be then it should be the next phase in the park's ongoing overhaul following the opening of Star Wars Galaxy Edge in the summer. I wonder if they're gonna implement or incorporate some of this augmented reality into it as well. Where you sort of have that, the, the, I feel that it, VR I smell feel it. Yeah, right hmm. to it all as well to immerse you in that experience. That's really I interesting. That's cool. I'm gonna have to go home, Google black box and rides and see what pops up. Yeah. That's awesome. They have no, I mean, they had, didn't release what type of, um, what type of themes they're going to start with, but it's just kind of the idea of they want something that can be changed. Okay. Interesting. That's all. That's all I got for you. Anyways, I think I hear the music. So, time for some history. Nick, you want to take us back? All right. Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So, if your imagination is ready... Here we go. Okay, so this day back in history on 1928, Plain Crazy, Walt Disney's first silent short to feature Mickey and Minnie Mouse, premieres as a sneak peek preview at a theater on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles, California. The film, a parody of Charles Lindbergh, has cost $1,722 to make. Playing Crazy also features the very first appearance of Clarabelle Cow. Aw, Clarabelle. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of over here going, whoa, how much did it cost to make? That's crazy. One, One yeah, thousand. $1,772 Man, to make. Man, how times have changed. It was co-directed by Walt Disney and Up Iwerks. Iwerks is also given credit as the main animator, although he is an assistant, or assisted by, sorry, Hugh Harmon. And Rudolph Ising. This is the last Disney project, by the way, Harmon and Ising worked on 
as they have jumped to new studio formed by Charles Mintz. And Charles Mintz is the person that stole Oswald the Lucky Rabbit from Disney, right? Because when you have, when somebody aired your cartoon on their platform, right? They owned your characters, mm-hmm. not the person that created it. So that's why Disney created Mickey Mouse or Mortar Mouse, which became Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Yep. All right, let's see here. It goes on to say, Men's Studio goes on to start Warner Brothers. Let's see here, yada yada. Playing Crazy. Okay, so sound will later be added to Playing Crazy and officially released in March 1929, four months after Steamboat Willie. So the audio was added four months after Steamboat okay. Willie. That's what a lot of people think that Steamboat Willie was the first cartoon. I've even gotten tripped up for that time or two, but it was actually playing crazy. Nineteen on this day and back in 1974, Card Walker, Disney president and chief operating officer, announces to a meeting of the American Marketing Association that Walt Disney Productions will be moving ahead in a phased program with the development of Walt Disney's concept for Epcot. Oh. Yeah, the process of taking Walt's Epcot, an idea for a real city, apart and which was something different. Excuse me, apart and concocting something different with the pieces uh, has begun, goes on to say. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, so Epcot, the original plans for Epcot was supposed to be an actual town. You knew that, right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be an actual futuristic city of tomorrow. Right. Really, really cool. This day in history, back in 1995, the California Grill Restaurant opens on the 15th floor of the Contemporary Resort, which is the former site of Top of the World, at Walt Disney World. Located on the resort's top floor, the restaurant offers dining guests can spectacular view or guests a spectacular view of the nightly firework extravaganza. Well, you know, the nearby Magic Kingdom Park. So anyway, have you ever been to California Grill? Did you get there with Keith last no, time? No, okay. I didn't. Really cool, very top. It's awesome. This day in history back in 2016, the town center section of Disney Springs opens to the public for the first time. The debut of, get this, 23 stores. Oh, and how many are there now? And it, Oh, well, this is just the center section. Okay. And a handful of eateries mark the latest phase in the redevelopment of the long-standing Walt Disney World Entertainment Complex, which has had an emphasis on more stores, more restaurants, and a more comprehensive retheming from Disney's, or excuse me, from its downtown Disney era. Also opening to Walt Disney World guests in a new ice cream parlor called Ample Hills. Uh, anyway, so we all know now it's called Disney. Disney Springs? Springs. There yeah. Go. Oh, what was oh, it sorry. called? I was, what was it called? Well, it was called Downtown Disney. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was trying to quiz you there, Disney Springs. Oh, no, no. I was. But you were on I it. You're like, you already said you're like Nick, Springs. what are you What are you doing over there? I thought you anyway. said Disney Springs. In my head, I was thinking, sorry, I'm really treating need one of my third graders. Disney Springs. We really have to get there. I still haven't been. So, are you kidding me? Yeah. So, Disney Springs is supposed to be reminiscent of like a 1930s Atlantic coastal atmosphere, by the way. Very cool. So, I found it interesting. 23 stores. 23. D23. Bum, bum, bum. Anyway. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, that's all I have for this day in history. That's it. All right. We, had a, we covered quite a bit today. 
and did it in record time. For the amount of news that we had, Seth, I would assume it would have been like an hour and 15. We lollygagged a little. We less. did. We're at 58 minutes, so we can finish this, finish this in probably an hour. Okay. All right. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, have a question or comment, or simply want a free quote, don't be bashful. Get a little dopey with us and simply text us 407 674 or email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. And as always, don't forget to check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. You can become a Disney expert yourself by joining their newsletter on deals, tips, and info on all things Disney. Hey, Steph, Ohana, fortunately, I think it's about that time, girl. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.
knows how to break through. God only knows the real you. There's a kind of love that God only knows. I want to say something to everyone in a spirit of humility, a spirit of meekness, and a spirit of Christ-like love. There's chaos and calamity in the world, and there's so much hurt and distrust. When police are killed, we need to say something. When black boys are killed, we need to say something. And when we don't say something, we're saying something. We have the spirit of redemption when we speak. At our concerts, in our churches, I beg of you, let's ask the people that we are accountable and stand in front of to pray with us for healing. We And life is taken in the name of hatred. So hard to take. And if we think that it's all good, then we're mistaken. Cause my heart is breaking. Tell it decent. Are you left? Are you right? Pointing fingers, taking sides.
families will come together right now and seek your face. You will forgive our sins and you'll heal our incredible land. In the name of the only Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dreamed I went to heaven. You were there with me. We walked upon the streets of gold Beside the crystal sea We heard these angels singing And someone called your name You turned and saw this young man And he was smiling as he came And he said, friend You may not know me now Then he said you used to teach my Sunday school And I was only eight And every week you would say a prayer Before the class would start One day when you said that prayer I asked Jesus in my heart So thank you for giving to Lord, of the life that was changed. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am so glad you gave. You gave. Then another man stood before you. Said, remember the time a missionary came to your church. His pictures made you cry, and you didn't have much money, but you gave it anyway. Well, Jesus took the gift you gave, and that's why I'm in heaven today. That was changed Thank you For giving to the Lord I am so glad you came One by one they came Far as your eyes could see Each life somehow touched by your generosity And it was the little things you done Sacrifices you made oh, They were unnoticed on this earth In heaven now proclaimed And I know up in heaven You're not supposed to cry There were tears in your eyes As Jesus took your hand And you stood before the Lord He said, my child, look around you For great is your reward 
So glad 